This is More in the Morning on News Talk 1010 Toronto. Coming up on the show at 835, Paul Calandra, who is the minister responsible for long-term care homes in the province of Ontario, will appear. And long-term care homes are in the news because the national government under Justin Trudeau has announced some new national standards, even though it's, you know, it's not their purview. And something I find interesting, and we can talk with Paul Calandra about this, I wouldn't say that things are getting frosty in the relationship between the provincial and the federal government. But in the last couple of weeks, there have been a few files where the federal government appears to be meddling. And I think there is a certain rising tension at the very least. So that's at 8.35 this morning. In this half hour, we'll revisit portions of our conversation with John Tory, mayor of Toronto. One of the interesting issues is a court ruling that was made in reference to Kitchener-Waterloo, but let's face it, this is now going to be national law pending a review. And the judge ruled that if you can't find somebody a place to shelter, then you can't kick them out of a shelter on uh, public land. And in the case in Kitchener-Waterloo, it was actually in a parking lot, apparently. Uh, so it wasn't like a park encampment like we have in about five places in Toronto, downtown Toronto right now. Uh, but still, that's a pretty significant challenge to municipal governments. And so what was John Tory's response? And bear in mind, John Tory's also a lawyer. Speaking of lawyers, I think over uh, the last while, you've come to know the guy they call the uh, biking lawyer, David Shelnut. He's on a new case, and this was captured on video. You see a guy riding along, and he's got a helmet cam. And you know, somebody basically sideswipes him like they're in the streets of San Francisco and knocks him down. You can't really hear everything that's going on, but I mean, here's the audio for you. That seems pretty targeted and pretty vindictive, but let's hear from uh, the lawyer for the individual who was struck, and that is Dave Shelnut, who joins us. Good morning. Morning, John. Uh, nice to be chatting with you. We just played the audio, but of course, the, most of the meat of this is in the video. So maybe you can give a blow-by-blow -blow account of what happened. Yeah, really, as a cyclist, really tough stuff to watch. Um, our client was biking along uh, Heath and... Uh, I guess this driver didn't, didn't like what he was doing or was in his way, he thought, and started screaming homophobic slurs at him. Um, so our guy came up beside the car to get a picture with his camera of the license plate in the guy's face because he felt maybe he was intoxicated and would report it to police. And that action, I think, really set off the driver who, after my client made a right onto Bathurst, peeled his tires, as you can hear, uh, and, and chased him down in his vehicle. Uh, my client shoulder checked once, saw the lights coming over his shoulders. And, and as the guy swerved into him, you know, you can feel that sense of the car being right there um, and swerved out of the, and he swerved his bike out of the way. Um, he may have been hit. He, he doesn't know it was in such a, such a panic um, and, and crashed to the ground, suffering a, a serious head injury. Right. Well, I was going to ask you, was he hurt? Has he sustained lasting injuries? Yeah, he certainly has. 
concussion diagnosed and uh, obviously this kind of thing comes with incredible psychological trauma um and uh, but by the way there was two people uh up on the street who witnessed it and thankfully uh, their pedestrians uh, caught the driver's license plate and, and got our guy off the road and, 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 and comfort him in his time of need. So we really, really appreciate the community in that. Okay. Now, uh, one of the issues here, and this is not infrequent when pedestrians and cyclists end up being uh, attacked or struck, um, the charges are pretty light, or the charge, I think, is pretty light in this case. You, you see this performative display of police power on the TTC in response to violence. Um, going on right now. But in case after case, and this one is just the latest, uh, cyclists experience extreme road violence, uh, intentional acts with weaponized motor vehicles, um, and uh, drivers get a slap on the wrist if that. Um, it's, it's really absurd um, and calls, calls, calls for us, the cycling community, uh, to say, you know what, we, we don't even want more policing to solve this problem. We want protected bike lanes, um, and we want our, our leaders to address serious, um, you know, struggles uh, in our community with violence and mental health right now. Is there a means by which you and your client can have the charges upped against the driver or is this a done deal? We're, we're looking into it. Um, you know, as you know, we're, we're civil lawyers. So our main um, goal and we think the most effective one is to get compensation for the significant medical treatment this person's going to need and lost wages. Um, but we're looking into uh, speaking to the prosecutor's office. Um, I can tell you the courts in Ontario are 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 really um, overburdened right now. Um, so so getting getting things like this uh, before anybody's really difficult. Um, I got the speeding tickets and trespass tickets from High Park that we haven't even got a date from, and those are this summer, uh, this past summer. Thank you very much. Good luck. Have a great one, John. That is uh, the biking lawyer, David Shellnut. And I know there's such a hostility in some quarters for cyclists, but I don't think any cyclist deserves to be knocked off the road on their bike by an enraged motorist, even if the two of them had some kind of contretemps. Uh, meanwhile, back to something...